Hello and a warm welcome. I'm Armin Trost, professor at the Furtwangen University in Germany. And this is my series on human resources strategies, a real master course for advanced HR students, professionals and executives. This series is available on YouTube and on all podcatchers like iTunes or Spotify. All slides that support this series are available on my website. For more information, please read the description to this YouTube or podcast. I'd also like to refer to my book, Human Resources Strategies, available at most online bookstores. So, again, thanks for listening have fun and gain valuable insights into the fascinating world of HR strategies. Feedback is very often one component of performance appraisal. So this is what many companies say. Performance appraisal is there so that the people receive feedback, learn where they stand, and so on. Okay, so let's have a closer look at feedback. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fascinating topic, by the way. And here's the question. As a company, how could you make sure that feedback happens in the most effective way? Well, the first question is, does that lie in the responsibility of a company, whoever that is, right? Or is that something that lies in the responsibility of the people? So you might better enable them. Okay, so we talk about this. So around feedback, there are some things that I would like to share with you in the beginning of this episode, and then I will go deeper, stepwise. So first, feedback. What is that? Feedback is, I would say, external information. Uh, primarily external information from the outside. In this particular context, we talk about feedback that is given by other people um, about past behavior. And it's often used to improve behavior. That, that, that's, that's the idea. It's about improving behavior. And of course, feedback is essential, especially for learning and improvement. And that's the case for For any system, by the way, systems need feedback. So, so think about your, your body. I mean, your body is a system. And there is, of course, a, a mechanism or whatever, however you name it, that constantly is measuring the temperature of your body. And if the temperature goes high, your body reacts. If it goes low, your body reacts. That's feedback. And, and feedback is one part of every control loop, you know, control loop, and control loop are the, the, the minimal components of any kind of system, okay? So, I don't want to talk too much about system theory, <laughs> okay? Um, feedback and the effectiveness of feedback is always a matter of the one receiving the feedback, That's essential. So in an earlier episode, I, I, I told you this. Feedback is something that must belong to the one who receives the feedback. And feedback is supposed to trigger a intrinsic reflection. Huh? You receive a feedback from somebody. Somebody tells you, well, you know, when you do your presentation in front of a client, yeah, you should use 
less packed slides. Then the client is better able to follow your thoughts. Okay, cool. So you get this feedback, and, and now it's upon you to think about whether you take that feedback and whether you reflect on your behavior and whether you come up with some behavioral improvements or behavioral changes. But that is your, it's in your responsibility. Um, when we talk about feedback in this particular episode, um, then we talk about social feedback. There is feedback and social feedback. I mean, when you drive with a car, for instance, and you drive very fast, uh, the speed meter tells you how fast you to drive. That's not a social feedback. That's, a, that's just a kind of technical feedback. But if your partner is sitting beside uh, you, tells me, you are driving too fast, then this is a social feedback. It's a feedback from one person to another person. And this is what primarily happens in performance appraisal. Or this is something that, that we think of in, in human resource management when we think of, of feedback. Feedback given by one person to another person or by one group to another group or, or however. And that can happen on very different levels. We're going to talk about this in more detail. Just to mention it now, um, could be about results. Yeah? Did you succeed in your work or not? Uh, feedback could be about your person. How do others see you? Uh, feedback could be about your processes, how you do your work, the behavior. And feedback could be about your self-regulation, how you deal yourself with successes and failure. But we will come to that level. And what we're also going to talk about later is something very crucial because what we're going to see is that the effectiveness of feedback really depends on the social setting. It's the way how you receive feedback, how feedback is given, by whom, and in which occasion, <laughs> what triggers the feedback. Yeah? And that, there can be many different people involved, right? different stakeholders. Could be the supervisor, peers, customer, whatever. Now, the question is, not only to understand the nature of feedback, not only to understand when is feedback effective, but also to understand how you might manage feedback. So meaning shaping conditions so that people can benefit the most from feedback and then people are encouraged to ask for feedback so that maybe managers are encouraged to give feedback. So all these nice things. So this is a kind of an overview and now let's, let's be a little bit more specific. And let's start with a little puzzle, okay? <laughs> so these are three things one person might say to another person, okay? And it's about one salesperson to another salesperson, okay? And the person says, you used to start your pitches by presenting the solution. If you would start with customers' needs instead, they might feel better understood. Okay? Can you imagine this? Somebody's telling this? Okay. But could also be something different. One salesperson tells to another salesperson after a presentation maybe, Hey, John, by the way, I really liked your presentation. Well done. Okay. Or think about something like this. Okay? That's the third, that's the third uh, uh, comment. Hey, John, 
on a scale from one, poor, to ten, excellent, I see your presentation skills on level eight. So I now add the mark to your skills profile in the app. And here you need to know that all marks will be considered in the yearly skills appraisal, which is run by the immediate supervisor. Do you see the difference? Huh? Which one was feedback? Which one was feedback? Saying, hey, by the way, John, I really liked your presentation. Well done. Is that feedback? When you listened carefully <laughs> in an in a earlier episode, then you know this is not feedback. This is just what? This is praise. Praise. Okay? Praise is something that you always receive in an unsolicited way. And that does not reinforce a behavior that reinforces the relationship between one person to another. Different thing. Also, when you remember one of the last episodes, and that's very important to repeat it here um, real quick, on a scale from one to ten, I see your presentation skill on level eight, and the one who's giving this feedback makes a mark, and this mark will be used later on in a performance review maybe, and then the performance review has consequences for your future. Is that, what is that? Is that a feedback? No, that's no feedback. That's a judgment. A formal judgment. Formal judgment. What is that? A formal judgment affects the future. Formal judgment lead to extrinsically determined consequences. A judgment comes over you. Somebody's judging upon you and determining your future. Independent from, from, from how you see things. While feedback is different, feedback is something that you can take. Feedback is a gift and then you have it and then you do something with that. So if somebody tells you, hey, John, you used to start your pitches by presenting the solution. But hey, if you would start with customers' needs instead, they might feel better understood. That's a feedback. That's a feedback. Okay. So that's very important to see. Now, in the literature, there are, again, different views on, on, on feedback, really. And, and I would like to share one, one view on, on this. And, 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 and one thing is about what, what are the different natures of feedback. And one is about when is feedback most effective. And I will walk with you through a couple of ideas. And, and, and here is one idea I, I, I really like because sometimes it makes sense to differentiate between different levels. And I would like to stick to the example of a salesperson. And here are different things one person might say to a salesperson. I would like to start with one quote again. And the quote is, Hey, John, you really are an awesome salesperson. <laughs> okay? Hey, that sounds nice. Yeah? Where we learn, this is, by the way, not feedback. This is maybe praise, but okay, that's, that's one level. And this is not about behavior. This is about the person. You are great, right? So that's a level where it's just about, hey, I think you are very smart. I think you are very friendly. I think you are very open. Yeah? Is that feedback? Well, I don't know, but that's something you receive from, from somebody else, right? I mean, you also could ask somebody, hey, how do you see me? How do you see me? What would you say are my main characteristics? Somebody says, well, I think that the main characteristic that I see with you is that you're very, very open. 
very extroverted or whatever. Okay, that's a might be a feedback on a person level. It describes a person. Another very interesting layer might sound like this. Hey, John, once you successfully closed a deal, you better focus on what you can learn for the future instead of just celebrating yourself. You see? Don't take failure too seriously. Hey, come on. Learn from it. See this as a chance for yourself. Don't be too depressed. <laughs> And don't think when you succeed that this will be always the case. Better learn from your success and apply what you have done well for the future instead of just celebrating. When you receive sentences like this, then it's about self-regulation. How do you deal yourself with your performance, including everything like failure and success? A very interesting feedback might be something like, I think that you don't challenge yourself enough. You should ask yourself why you could do better, what you could do better. Okay, This is about self-regulation. Another thing is completely different. So somebody says to another person, a salesperson here, when opening a pitch, you'd better start by recalling the needs of the potential client. This would strengthen your credibility. I mean, that sounds pretty similar to what I've already shared with you. This is not about the person. This is not about self-regulation. This is something about the process, the way you behave, the visible behavior that leads to an outcome. The way how you do things, that's the process level. And of course, I mean, when we, when we think about, about uh, how, what kind of feedback you might get, feedback could also be non-social and could be simply the result, meaning the deal is successful, that the deal has been closed or the deal has been rejected. This is what you have actually achieved and that could also be a feedback. Okay, so we have to differentiate these different things. And of course, there are studies out there asking, asking, okay, on which level is feedback the most effective? Is it on person level? Is it on self-regulation level? Is it on process level or on result level? And the answer is clear. Evidence shows us that Feedback is most effective when it happens on process level, when it relates to your behavior, the things you actually are doing. Okay? So that's essential. Okay, now let's move, move on. And um, there is one distinction that in my eyes is really crucial. And, and, and now let's, let's look at some strategic dimensions for companies, okay? And let me start this way. Um, very often companies run so-called employee surveys, okay? I mean, we're going to have a, a, a dedicated episode about uh, employee surveys later on. Employee surveys means that companies on a regular basis ask their people how they think, how they feel, how satisfied they are with different things in the working world. Yeah, teamwork, leadership, communication, environment, uh, compensation, all these nice things, okay? And very often, those employee surveys lead to the result that the people are not happy with the feedback they receive. And the message is, we do not get feedback. 
Woo, 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 I don't get enough feedback. Nobody gives me feedback. And I really wonder, is that about feedback or is that about appreciation? Okay, if people don't get appreciation, probably from their supervisor, okay, might be the case. Okay, but with feedback, I don't not really, I do not really understand this because what's going on there? Here is a strategic differentiation that really matters in this, this regard. And the first strategic statement goes like this. As a company, we are responsible for ensuring that our employees receive regular feedback. This is something many HR directors would subscribe. I have to make sure that the people receive feedback. Especially after such a survey, the people complain that they don't get feedback from the supervisor. Okay, so I make sure that in the future they will get feedback. <laughs> let's implement performance appraisal and then the managers have to give feedback. And let's do it more often. Have a check-in <laughs> one time in a quarter. Managers have to give feedback. Every few weeks. Is that in the responsibility of a company so that people receive feedback? I don't know. You could, you could think that way. But the opposite would say, the employees themselves are responsible for obtaining feedback. They are responsible. John, you want feedback? Okay, ask for it. Full stop. You are a grown man. You're an engineer, 42 years old. You want feedback? Okay, ask for it. I mean, of course, you cannot actively ask for appreciation. That, that will not work. <laughs> you cannot actively ask for praise. That won't work either. Please hug me. Please praise myself. No, that, that, that is stupid. That is, uh, psychologically spoken, simply does not work. But feedback, that's a different thing. You know, if, if you understand feedback right, asking somebody, hey, how was I? How did I didn't do in this meeting? Okay, but here comes the thing. And uh, that leads us to another strategic dimension, something that I really found as being crucial when it comes to feedback. Um, you know, when you are a supervisor, or when you just were promoted to become a supervisor, a manager, a team lead, very often, I mean, depending on the company you work with, you have to, you have to attend a leadership training. Okay, and very often in the leadership training there is one module about um, give and take feedback. Okay, and then when you when you attend this module, you're going to learn about different feedback rules. And a feedback role, rule, for instance, would say, never judge the person, always refer to the visible behavior. Okay, cool. Yeah? And we were just talking about this process level is better than person level. Okay, cool. Or something like this, always start positive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, John, uh, I, I would say I really liked it, but I, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, just kidding. So there are the feedback rules. And, okay, feedback rules are important, but I don't think that feedback rules are of, of highest importance. There is one more thing, and that's the social setting. So now let's think of the following situation. There are two employees, Susan and John. Okay, and Susan says to John, Hey, John, in the meetings you are very often very restrained You don't bring in so much ideas. Would be cool. I mean, you have so much expertise. Why don't you get involve yourself a little bit more in a meeting 
then the entire team would benefit more from you. Okay, that's the feedback given by Susan to John. And now in this particular case, the first setting, John was actively asking for it. So John approached Susan saying, hey, Susan, you know, I'm new here and you just experienced myself in this meeting. Uh, is there anything I could do better in the future? And, and, and then she says exactly this sentence. You feel it? Okay. That's a feedback requested by the one receiving the feedback. So here's setting two. Susan is saying this sentence to John saying, hey, John. In the meeting, you are very often very restrained. You do not bring in so many ideas and blah, 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 blah. And in this case, Susan is giving the feedback in an unsolicited way. He, she, she's approaching Sean saying, Hey, Sean, uh, by the way, do you have a meeting minute? And Sean says, Yes, uh, what's, what's, what, what's up? And, and then she says exactly this sentence. Um, you know, same content, same people, but now completely different story. You feel this? And, I mean, depending on some culture, you might feel, that might feel very strange. You, in some cultures, you would never, ever give a negative feedback to somebody without being asked for it. Because there is a risk of the one receiving the, the feedback losing face. Especially when there are other people around. You don't do this. Or in golf, for instance, golf, sports. You would never do this. You don't do this. Only if you are a pro, then, then you are allowed to do this. But but regular amateur golfer, they never give unsolicited feedback to another person. Uh, sometimes hard not to do it, really. <laughs> if you see other players playing, you think, oh my God, he's always coming from the outside. I have to tell him that if he's doing this way, then it's much better. No, you don't do this. No, unsolicited feedback no 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 okay now susan is saying this sentence to john john you're very much restrained in the meeting if you could bring in more of your ideas everybody could benefit okay and in this case susan is the manager of of john now that feels different again right but completely different Now, what's going on with John? John now might think, might think, hey, is that still a feedback or is that already a judgment? You remember what the difference is? I mean, John might not think in that terms, but he might feel it. Think, is that a judgment? Will she make a note? Will that hit me in the next performance appraisal? Will she make a mark with regards to my presentation skill? Will that affect my future? without me being in control? Or is that still a feedback? Does that belong to me now, what she says? Or does that belong to her? Hmm. And if I feel that is a judgment already, a kind of, of initial judgment, I, I better start negotiating, saying, well, yes, I'm restrained a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm quiet, but you know, I'm, I'm new in this team and I, 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 I still, I'm, I, I'm still in the phase where I want to listen and I, and I you know, I'm a little bit careful. I, I'm, I'm careful with my words. And with my ideas. I don't want to be too pushy. I first want to understand. And I think that's the best way to do in the very first uh, weeks of my employment. So I don't see it that way. So you start negotiating. While with feedback, you just take it and you think, okay, hmm, let's see whether or not I'm going to change my behavior. It's going to be okay. okay. Here's, here's the fourth setting. Susan 
is saying this sentence to John. Hey, John, you are very much restrained in the meeting. If you, blah, 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 blah. And now this is a particular setting. John knows that they see both now in a, sitting, in a setting of performance appraisal. There is this annual performance appraisal meeting. And Susan is saying exactly this message to John. And John is the manager of, uh, Susan is the manager of John. And John in this moment knows that she is giving the feedback because she has to. She has to. HR is forcing her, <laughs> forcing her to give a structured feedback. Yeah, 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 you give feedback because you have to. You don't mean it good with me. It's just because you have to, so that you can say, okay, I've given feedback as I have to as a manager. Um, in psychological terms, the following happens. As an employee, I attribute the behavior of my manager to external factors. I think that she's doing that because she has to. And I don't think that she's doing this because she wants to. And that's a psychological process that either leads to uh, um, a positive feeling or a negative feeling. right? So here's the last setting. Employees or teams actively ask the client for feedback. Right? Constantly. It's a requested facilitated and also encouraged feedback encouraged by whom by the manager this is the best way in my eyes in an agile setting to ask for feedback to receive feedback to simply ask for it and this is what agile organizations do you know they constantly work with an eye towards the client constantly ask the client is this the way you want it do you want it Do you want it differently? Tell me. And you do it on short, on short cycle. And you do not wait until the customer gives you feedback. You actively ask for feedback. And you do not ask your manager for feedback. You ask the client for feedback. So this is a very, very fundamental idea around feedback. And this also gives a little bit indication about the role of the manager. The role of the manager might not be to give feedback constantly. Why should he or her? The manager is there to encourage the people to ask the client for feedback, whoever the client is. Okay? So this is another strategic dimension. And I summarize. The first statement goes like this. Employees receive feedback primarily from their direct manager. Giving feedback is one of the most important management tasks. Okay? Hey, That's something that many companies would subscribe. Yeah. It's an essential manager's task to give feedback regularly. If you do one thing as a manager, then give feedback. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Well, here is the other strategic statement. Employees primarily ask for feedback from their internal or external customers or colleagues. It's in the responsibility of the people to ask for feedback. Okay? Interesting, huh? Different strategic statement. Now, when I look around 
and I follow this debate around feedback, I see the following. I see a lot of companies these days that try to relaunch their performance appraisal. Uh, I see companies that abolish their performance appraisal. And when they think about abolishing or relaunching their performance appraisal, there is one thing that they want to keep. And this is the idea about feedback. Feedback, that's essential. Yeah? You know, that's typical HR thinking. Feedback, it's important. Yeah? Of course, feedback is important. But, you know, the question now is, how can you manage that? How do you do that? And uh, one thing I see very often, and that's, a, that's, that's something so, so, it's a wonderful case. Really, I, I want to share this with you. And it's about feedback apps. Yeah, it's something that you see very often, feedback apps. So, um, after having abolished our classic performance appraisal, we decided to put more focus on continuous feedback. Nice, huh? Through a feedback app, people now share the opportunity to easily give and take feedback on a lateral or horizontal level at any time. The feedback comes as a kind of like, star or virtual applause. Nice, huh? It's a feedback app, yeah? And, and here every employee in the organization can go into the feedback app and then they... Look for some colleagues. Oh, Lois, John. Hey, it's John. And then you click on John. Say, hey, John, uh, you brought in so many cool ideas in the last meeting. <laughs> it was wonderful. Going ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like it. Like five stars or whatever. And then John seeing that is happy. It's just like on Facebook or LinkedIn or so, yeah. Now the case goes on. SHR. We can track the amount of positive feedback people receive over the course of a year. Yeah, so you track the feedback. Based on this, we can make better decisions upon salary increases and promotions. Hmm? This is what I see in some companies. Now, find the mistake. Find the mistake. If you listen carefully to my episodes, this one, the last one, yeah, then you find the mistake. It's not so simple. Yeah, and many organizations fall into fall into the trap, and the mistake here is that in, in this case, different concepts were confused. Right. So, what is this thing all about? It's named feedback app, and I find this all too often in many organizations. But this is not about feedback. This is pretty much about praise. And what we see also, and this is not based on empirical evidence, it's just what I hear with conversation with many HR people, is that the people do not give feedback really, they just give praise. Like we do in social media, we like, but we do not give honest and direct uh, uh, feedback. This is not what happened. And now the praise, which is no feedback, but the praise is taken to calculate a judgment, Right? So HR is tracking the amount of praises and then that lead to extrinsic consequences and this is what we name a judgment. So if you mix all these things up, if you confuse feedback, praise and judgment, guess what will survive? The judgment will survive. Though this is not a feedback app, this is a judgment app. Does not sound so cool, right? Yeah, but this is what it is act what it actually is. Okay, I mean, the idea is good. The idea is good to have something continuous. And this is something that, that many companies now follow, and that absolutely makes sense. Yeah? Some would say, and that's 
probably the, the old way of thinking, saying employees receive regular feedback. There is a fixed or annual cycle for this purpose, right? One time in a year, employees receive structured feedback in the annual performance appraisal meeting. Okay. The difference to a teaching direction goes like this. Employees always ask for feedback when they think it makes sense. Good employees do this frequently and promptly. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's a different that's a different uh, 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 di direction, right? Which one is right? Which one is right? That's the question here. Um, now, let me sum up a little bit. What we want in the end with feedback is that the one receiving the feedback is open for the feedback because that's the that's the uh, prerequisite for active intrinsic reflection. Okay, we want. You want openness, okay? So, when is an employee open for feedback? He or she is open for feedback um, when there are no extrinsic negative consequences related to the feedback. Otherwise, it would be a judgment, right? So, it's pretty much about the expected consequences of the feedback. And openness is very high, as I already indicated. If I think the one giving the feedback really means, does it mean good with me and, and really wants to do good to me? And if the motivation is, is attributed to, to uh, the one giving the feedback, I really think the one giving the feedback does not only have to give the feedback, he or she wants to give me feedback. Of course, I value feedback and I'm open to feedback if the one giving the feedback is somebody where I think he or she is competent. That's something more. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty clear. But the first two things, the expected consequences and the motivation, really depends on the structural context, right? It depends on how feedback is managed. Do the managers have to give the feedback or not? Is that really a feedback or is that already kind of judgment? This is the crucial thing. Really, that's the crucial thing. And I, <laughs> please take this home whenever you think about feedback. Really. I mean, I constantly find companies where, where they think about new feedback approaches, yeah, new workshop formats where people give feedback to each other. I mean, that's all nice. Giving and taking feedback, shaping room for something like this, this is nice. But for instance, once you come up with the idea to document the results and put it into the personal file, then things turn out to become a judgment. You should never do this. Be careful. So, whether feedback is taken or not, uh, in an open way, so that it really leads to reflection, really depends on how you manage the feedback. Okay? So, thanks for listening. <laughs> Next time, we're going to spend some time to think about formal judgment. So, see you then.